This is Together 24-7, episode 60. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to Together 24-7. I'm your host, Barry Cohen. I'm your host, Catherine Cohen. I'm your co-host, Barry Cohen. Figure it out. Are you a co-host or are you a host? Yes. (sighs) You're welcome. Hi, Kat. How are you today? I'm fabulous. Yes, you are. You always are. Stop. Stop. Just stop. (laughs) So fortunately, we were out of the office for a few days. We rested, we relaxed, we're back in, and you're still the same. So what's that mean? I'm still the same. I'm just saying. (laughs) Today, we have Craig and Belsa Smalley of CWSEAPA. That's the name of the company. We are going to find out what that stands for. Yes, we're going to figure out what CWSEAPA. See, it's an APA and not a CPA, so I'm really confused because they are an accounting and financial services firm. Um, Craig and Belsus have been in business together for the last 10 years. They've been together. They are married, and they've been together for 20 years. They've got two boys, ages 17 and 14. Um, do either of the boys look like they're going to uh, go into the accounting business and take everything over? Oh, geez. Um, well, uh, I'm sure dad would love if one of them would, but um, try as we might, we just cannot get them too excited about joining us in the uh, wonderful world of accounting. So unfortunately, it's it's not looking too bright um, with, with that respect, but... But we are very proud of them, and, and when our youngest uh, does seem to have been bitten by the entrepreneurial bug, at least. So I'm sure Dad's quite proud about that. Well, oh, yeah. Very proud. I, and I could understand where they're coming from because my father is a CPA, and I had no desire at all to go into accounting. However, I did have a huge desire to have my own business. And, yes. and, and your nephew is a CPA. So his grandson, your parents' grandson— is a CPA, yes, but your is. father sold the practice before. He's uh, working for one of the big guys. Yeah, he's working for one of the big guys. Now. Oh, oh, yeah. So it sounds like it skipped a generation then. Huh? It certainly did. It certainly <laughs> did. Well, maybe that'll happen with us. You never know. 
That yeah, maybe so, maybe wait some a married second. one so, off. So you're already looking forward to grandkids. Whoa, slow oh. down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I will say this: my wife has always wanted a daughter, and I certainly don't want to have any any more kids. So I often tell her, you know, just wait, you know, because you know the kids are getting older, and eventually they'll have grandkids. I mean, obviously we don't want this tomorrow, but you know, in the next five or seven years, that'd be great. Well, five is five is a little too soon for me, but uh, he's definitely right about the the daughter. I've always wanted a daughter. I'm not a very girly girl, so I'm kind of glad I had boys. But I think by the time maybe a little granddaughter rolls around, I'll be ready for pink and 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 you know ballerinas and princesses and all the girly girl stuff. How fun! How fun! And then send them home at the end of and the day. And then send them home. Sugar them up. Send them on home. Absolutely. That's it. Payback. Payback. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's what you're looking forward to. So, Craig, you were born in Indianapolis, Indiana. You grew up in Orlando. What you ha- are you one of seven or are you one of eight? It says Craig has seven brothers sorry, and sisters. I'm, yeah, I'm one of eight. I'm one of eight brothers wow. and sisters. Yes. Where do you fall in the lineup? I am in the middle. So um, I am in the middle with my twin brother. He and I are right in the middle. So that's uh, that was interesting growing up. But, uh, you know, everybody forgets the middle child. But, yeah, we're, we're right in the middle. Oh, I make sure no one forgets me. I'm, I am, I'm number two of four. I, no one forgets me. Yeah. Yeah. That middle child yeah. syndrome. Yeah, it's it was interesting growing up, you know, because, you know, the it's funny because, you know, the, the middle child is always the one that, you know, from my experience was always I always did what I was supposed to do. And, you know, we were always forgotten about because, you know, we were always the ones that were, um, you know, it, it that, you know, always, you know, we're never really getting in trouble, never. Um, any of that. And so it was, you know, it, it was interesting being the middle child because all the emphasis is on the older kid or the baby, you know, and nobody really cares about the people, you know, the kids in the middle. So that's been, that was my experience, but they didn't really have to, because we were, you know, we were really good kids. So they didn't, you know. Yeah. So, so that makes it good and bad, but you've been, uh, you've been practicing uh, accounting now for 22 years. You have a master's degree in taxation from UCLA. You're admitted to practice before the Internal Revenue Service as an enrolled agent that's different from a CPA that I know. An enrolled agent can practice. Uh, it's almost like practicing law before the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So um, there's different. There's a CPA and then there's enrolled agents. And CPAs are licensed by the State Board of Accountancy. And um, they uh, they tend to specialize in, you know, some of them do do tax for sure, um, but they tend to specialize in um, uh, in a test work, which is basically um, certifying numbers on financial statements. Um, enrolled agents were licensed by the, the United States Treasury, the Internal Revenue Service, and all uh, enrolled agents specialize in tax and taxation, and um, our license allows us to uh, you know, represent taxpayers before the Internal Revenue Service. And then I can also represent taxpayers before the United States uh, tax court. So um, it's it's a very interesting job to have. Oh, I'm sure it is. And so uh, you've, you've been doing this, as I said, for 22 years, 12 books on taxation published. And I was looking over your uh, website and listeners, you've got to go to their website, which will be on uh, our show notes, but they've got a lot of great articles 
on taxation. I saw one on deductions for your home office. So great stuff, great reading um, for everything having to do with you are in business for yourself. Do it right because a letter from the IRS is not fun. And Belsis, no, it is not. No, it is not. Belsis, you were born in Havana, Cuba, and you came here on the Marielle boat lift in 1980. I remember that. So I, do I. Yeah. We're old. We're old. And yeah. <laughs> Bels, I sure was, did, yes. Belsis was four at the time, so we're seriously old. Although, <laughs> although, uh, yeah, I don't think she could have just, we could have been her parents. Anyway. No, we, we were still in high school. We in were still in high school in 80. So, well, you know, I don't know about your high school. Anyway, um, you're an only child. You grew up in Chicago. And then now, see, now I'm going to mess up. Is it Hialeah, Florida? Yes. Hialeah, actually. Florida. Okay. So you're the, you're the techie. You're the tech guru, self-taught. You do the website oh, for yeah. the company. Which is I, pretty I awesome. Do, yes. Well, thank you. I love it. It's uh, I'm definitely the 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 techie one. Uh, Craig handles all the boring tax stuff, is how I like to put it, and I handle all the fun stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, it was it's very interesting um, because we come from a completely uh, different background. Yeah. So absolute opposites. Yeah, the one and only, and he's one of eight. That is wild. Did that take a lot of getting used to? The in-law family. Uh, yes, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, not, you know, it's not too bad because, uh, you know, unlike my large Hispanic family, um, you know, it's different with American families. They're not as in your face as, as the, uh, the Hispanic family mm-hmm. is. So. I know I'm Italian. They're right there. Exactly. Boom. Okay. So you do communications, public relations. You are a certified public bookkeeper. So you are also a, um, a, a boring numbers person. And you are a QuickBooks professional uh, advertiser, uh, ad, QuickBooks professional advisor. So twice over a boring numbers part. That's what she said about Craig. You I'm just but a she's, a, she's allowed to. She's the wife. She can say her husband is boring. <laughs> no, she didn't say he was boring. So anyway, let's get on with it, shall we? So, what made you guys start in business together? Because Craig, you've been doing this for 22 years. Um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, so in, um, 1995, I partnered up with an older accountant and, um, we were in practice for a lot of years and towards, uh, the end of my time with him, Belsis came on to, um, you know, she was, she was staying at home with the kids and the kids were, um, you know, they were getting, they were in school and she was basically looking for something to do. And, you know, Belsis and I have worked together, you know, before, and we always worked very well together. So I was like, you know, why don't you come and, um, you know, be the assistant. And then, um, and she did that and she did it very well. And then, um, I, uh, sort of got into a professional argument with my, um, partner and we, um, left the firm and we started our own firm. And, you know, when we started, Belsis, uh, became more of a, uh, business owner than obviously she was at the other place. And that it was, um, but it was, you know, that's, that's how the company came to be. Well, I, I have to ask because the company name is CWSEAPA LLP. Can you please tell us what all those letters mean? I know what LLP is. Yeah, I know you do. That's yes. the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> when we first when we first started in practice, um, there was a um, 
a, a company that I formed, and it was uh, Craig W. Smalley EA PA, um, which is basically it's a corporation. And in the state of Florida, if you're a licensed professional, you have to be a professional association, which is the PA on the end. Well, what was happening there was um, when we first started, you know, our website was craigwsmalleyeapa.com. And then my email address was craig at craigwsmalleyeapa.com. Wow. Exactly. Well, <laughs> my wife, my wife was shortening that when, when we were communicating, you know, because we have a messenger where we'll go back and forth. And instead of typing all that out, she just wrote CWSEAPA and kept writing that. And I was like, you know what? That's a really good, you know, why don't we switch course and uh, go with that? So we um, so we just shortened everything to just CWSEAPA. So that's that's how that came to be. And also we, we have, um, you know, quite a few other, um, you know, entities under our, our umbrella. So the CWSEAPA is, is kind of the main um, corporation. And then, um, you know, we do have others and, and the CWSEAPA kind of isn't tagged them in front of the other names. Yeah, it's so kind it of like it's, it's kind of like a holding company and the other companies are, are below it. So And you guys are out of Florida, Delaware, and Nevada. How do you manage all those offices? You guys are in Florida. Um physically. 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 Physically, yeah, we're in Florida now. There are times when we go to uh Delaware and Nevada, but we've been very um We've been very blessed. Those two offices, um, you know, we have good people in there. They run themselves um, for the most part. They, um, you know, obviously they were intimately involved in what's going on over there um, in those uh, two uh two businesses, but or those two uh, offices. But um, mainly, we work out of Florida because yeah, you know nowadays, this time of year. Yeah, yeah this nowadays, time of year, everything is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys need a signal who's going to talk. Talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. That's okay. Nowadays, um with we have clients all over uh the US, all over the world in fact. So it it helps that um we're we're really uh you know uh, up to date on on the latest technology and and we're very uh, fortunate that a lot of our clients are are um you know very tech savvy. So we happen to to do a lot of our business um, electronically nowadays, which is amazing. And it, it also cuts back a little bit on our traveling as well. Oh, that's good. And I noticed on the website, you have an, it, under our brands, you have a number of brands. You are experts consulting. You do consulting, you do payroll, you do fiduciary, fiduciary. But the one that caught my eye was Tax Crisis Center. You got to love that. Something comes in the mail from the IRS, even if it's a friendly little, you know, here's how you do your taxes. Ah! Yeah, everybody, everybody panics. So uh, tax crisis center, it it sounds like, you know, some other crisis centers. How how much fun is that working with people who are in tax crisis? I got to tell you, it, it sounds a little funnier than it is, but I absolutely, um, when I first started in practice, I uh, got really involved in representation, you know, because um, in a perfect world, I would have gone to law school and been a lawyer, but, um, you know, we ended up having kids and, you know, that kind of went by the wayside. So um, when I got into this, I started getting into the representation and there's so many different things that you can do with representation. And it's kind of like um, an attorney that does civil law and a lot of, you know, civil laws are one because, 
the attorney knew what the rules are, and that's exactly what um, tax uh, tax uh, resolution is: is just knowing what the rules are, and you know, knowing that somebody has rights. It's an extremely that is my favorite. Uh, business to work with. I absolutely love taking a complex tax situation and solving it for somebody, you know, because in that business, you'll deal with somebody that owes, you know, 100, 200, maybe even $500,000. And they come to you and they're like, you know, I don't know what to do. And, you know, and they're getting harassed by the IRS. And it's just the greatest feeling in the world just to put an end to that and solve the problem and negotiate with the IRS. So they pay for less, they pay less um, or a lot less in some cases than their actual liability is. I absolutely love uh, tax crisis center. It's it's like I said. It's it's one of my favorite businesses. You hear the joy in his voice when he's talking about that. I That's do. Funny. Yeah. So division of labor. Who does what now? I know you. As far as your titles and certifications and education go, very very separate. But let's talk a little bit about who does what and how you decided beyond the tax stuff. Beyond what you know. Only Each specialty. It's the specialty, right? Who does what? Do you overlap right. any responsibilities and how do you check in with each other? Well, um, I think in our case, that was uh, pretty easy to determine because Craig is the, the licensed tax um, professional. You know, he handles, obviously, the uh, most of the professional tax advice, the tax preparation, advising, and like he was uh, just discussing enthusiastically about Tax Crisis Center, <laughs> the uh, IRS uh, representation. So um, I tend to handle pretty much the rest. Uh, I'm Like I mentioned earlier, I'm more on the creative side, so it was just natural for me to handle all the website marketing and communications um, stuff with uh, to do with all the businesses. Uh, and, um, you know, I handle a lot of the uh, public relations. Um, but when it comes to the nitty-gritty tax stuff, uh, you cannot pry Craig away from that. Um, he wakes up probably 3.34 a.m. every day, and he's reading uh, tax law changes from the minute he wakes up, kind of stuff that would normally put me right back to sleep, but he just loves it. And as you probably noticed on our on our site, he does a lot of writing. So um, we, we have a lot of fun with um, with getting him uh, promoted out there. I, that, that's something I really enjoy is uh, getting his articles out there because um, I find that he's uh, great at um, informing the public on all tax and accounting related matters. And now I want to find out from you guys in your 10 years that you've been in business together, what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement or fight or brawl or boxing match? You make it more and more violent every time you ask that question. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to say, and there were dishes flying and knives being tossed. I'm waiting for that day. Wow. Yeah, it's going to happen <laughs> well, with us well, real that soon. Day, that, day has, that day has just happened. So, oh, <laughs> uh, I think the closer we get to April 15th, the more likely the, uh, things are to fly around here. But I will say, uh, Craig does have a tendency to go through quite a few monitors um, and keyboards and laptops before tax season ends each year. Um, that seems to be the thing, the items that seem to fly uh, when he gets uh, frustrated. But luckily, none of them aimed at me. So that's all that matters. Um, but I would say our biggest arguments seem to come when he tries to step in and do my job. Oh, <laughs> Craig. If he have enough to do, he yeah. sometimes like, likes to dabble in, um, you know, 
marketing or, or bring coming up with some really interesting, I'll say, ideas for um, advertising and marketing. And um, I, I'll quickly squash his, his dreams. Hey, Craig, how's that working out for you? Um, well, in the years that I've, I've gotten so much better at this, um, than, uh, before, you, you know, you have to, you know, cause I do do a lot of reading it's, you know, and you know, you'll read something that says this or something that says that. And, you know, in the beginning I used to completely circumvent her and go out and do stuff. And her and I were never on the same page. So you would get a phone call about, you know, Hey, I saw this and she would have no idea what it was. And, um, you know, that would cause tremendous amount of friction. And now it's more, I'll just go to her and say, well, you know, this is what I think and we'll talk it out and then she'll implement it. So that's, um, you know, but I've learned, I'm, I'm not, you know, I learned a long time ago to sort of stay out of that. There is, there are some times when I will get into it, but it's very few and far between. I just Notice heard. He, he was trying to circumvent me, of course, because he knew I was going to say no. <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly it. You know, I heard two different things there. I heard Belsis say he'd come up with ideas and I'd shoot him down. And then I heard Craig say, I'll give her ideas and she'll implement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm she, just she saying. Probably, well, she's a smart woman. She probably makes him think it was based on his idea. Craig, Craig, let me just let me just reread for you because, you know, my husband has dealt with this as well. Um, being a nice Italian girl. Uh, <clears throat> Let me reread the, the, the first part of uh, the bio for Belsis. Belsis was born in Havana, Cuba. <laughs> really, seriously, I know you're together 20 years. Let me just tell don't mess with her. Don't. Oh, are don't. you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? I got to, well, this is, this is kind of funny. So my wife is very, um, she's amazing. She can... You know, I'm not a very easy person to be with sometimes, and my wife is very patient with me, and she's very, um, she's very understanding until she's not. And um, when she's not, when it all builds up, and she'll go off, and I call it um, being crazy Cuban. She'll go crazy yeah. Cuban, and the boys, the boys haven't really learned that yet. So when that happens, I just shut up and stay out of her way, and the boys will fight with her or try to. <laughs> and I always, I always tell them like you guys got to just let her finish, let her get this out and she'll be fine. But, um, you know, I get out of the way. So believe me, I know that rule very well. It's true. It's true. I do go crazy Cuban every once in a while. Yeah, I don't blame you. I go crazy Italian. So <laughs> when, when you guys have these, these disagreements, do they carry over into your personal life? It can. I mean, we try not to let, let it carry over, but it can be tricky when you're with somebody 24 seven. Um, you know, I run into people all the time who are, who, who ask me, how can you do it? And, um, you know, it, it, it is challenging. Um, one of the main reasons it's so challenging is because when you've been with somebody for over 20 years, you know exactly what buttons to push. Um, and um, we do a really good job of pushing those buttons once in a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the trick is, uh, you know, not uh, to push those buttons. But it, it can be tempting sometimes when you, you know, when you feel like you're wronged or someone's not listening to you and you know exactly what you can do to just get a rise out of them. So, uh, but we try our best um, to, to not let it carry over into our personal life. 
Well, good. And we've, we've had some fun with that. I always have fun with, with that particular question because it just, it brings out everyone's personality and it, and we get to laugh about it Yes, uh, because we all know we're in the thick of those arguments. It's nothing to laugh about, but right? afterwards it's great. But now let's talk about the flip side of it. What are some of the joys that you've experienced being together 24 seven? Um, I can tell you for me, um, and this is something that I never in my life thought that I would um, love, but um, every time I have an appointment with a client, my wife is in the room with me and, um, you know, at first, it was kind of an annoyance to me because I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to having somebody in the room with me while I was doing it. And in the beginning, um, she would, you know, uh, try, she would, you know, say something that she's heard me say, you know, kind of give tax advice. And I would have to say, sweetie, don't give tax advice, you know. Um, but now I've got to say, um, I absolutely, I don't want to ever have an appointment with a client without my wife there. And the reason why is because I'm, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, as I'm talking to a client, I'm I'm very focused on what I want to get across and what I'm listening to. And there are things I don't hear or things that I'm not picking up on. And she always does. And she'll, if something is, is going on, she'll steer the conversation another way, or she'll, at the end of the appointment, I'll, you know, give my opinion of it. And then she'll give hers and it's a completely different perspective. And I absolutely love that. You can't, you can't buy that from anybody. And it's, it's just, it, it's amazing that she does that. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, we've found that um, for the most part, because we're opposites, um, you know, there are areas where I'm weak in um, that Craig is strong in and vice versa. So to me, um, the best part of working with Craig is that together we're a lot stronger. And when we are t uh, together on something, we just tend to be really unstoppable because I think we both bring our strengths into the situation and, uh, and we form a, a, a better unit. So what you guys are doing is playing to each other's strengths. Um, it's, and, and that's what makes the business relationship really pay off. Um, you know, your weaknesses and you let the other person handle that because your weakness is their strength. Yeah. That, that were that's when a good together 24 seven business works. Absolutely. And, and tell us a couple of things that you guys do to separate business from family time. Oh, well, I'll tell you, when we uh, first started our uh, our own business, uh, we tried working from home a lot. And I'll have to tell you, that was probably the roughest time um, of us uh, running the business together. Um, we have found, at least for us, I know it's not like this for everyone, but we've tried working from home. And I think that we find that it's a lot easier for us to keep work and home physically separate Um that way, we, we tend to get a lot more accomplished because when we're home, we find that it's a lot harder um, to focus. We have a lot of distractions. No one in, in the house seems to really respect that we're actually working. The kids will still pop in with questions. The doorbell will ring. The dog will bark. Her neighbor will stop by. And so I find that um, us actually coming into the office, um, we've tried to make a rule that when we leave the office, we leave work there. And when we come home, it's all about us as a family, as husband and wife, all about our kids. 
Um, and it's much easier for us that way. Uh, if we compartmentalize it like that physically, where when we get to the office, we work. And when we get home, it's about home. Yeah, there's definitely two different camps on that. Uh, and, and I don't think there's any gray area. You either need to be in an office working or you need to be home working. Right. right. I've, uh, I've never seen anybody with a gray area. Yeah, Catherine and I, we work from home. And I don't think we could ever get an office, mostly because we're always working. Whether even if we're sitting and relaxing, the mind is working and things are going on. So that that's us. That's how we like it. And I, I think you could put it in the same respect as cilantro. You either love <laughs> cilantro or you hate cilantro. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. No, uh, there's. I mean, there's there's times where we have to work at home. I mean, you know, because you know we're, um, you know, especially this time of year during tax time. Um, there's times when we do have to work at home. But this is how um, how funny this is. Is that I uh, I get up very early, so I'll work before work uh, starts, and then I'll come to the office and and work. You know, because there's so much I can get done without the phone bothering me or emails or you know, so that two or three hours, sometimes four hours that I get before I get to the office is just, especially this time of year, is just so beneficial to me. And then, you know, Belsis is exactly opposite. She'll um, work at night. So she'll, Mm -hmm. you know, she's better the later it it goes in the day. She'll take, you know, her, her stuff home and, you know, we'll get home and we'll have dinner and she'll sit there as, you know, we're watching television and, and work. And it's, um, so that's, uh, but that's really only about five months out of the year. And then, you know, after that, it's, uh, it's, it's okay. But, um, I don't know. Sometimes, uh, yeah, it's one of those things we don't like to do that, but it's only during tax season that we absolutely have to do that. If we have to, we find also that we, um, like he says, he, he'll do the, that extra work early in the morning while I'm sleeping. And um, I'll do the, the little extra bit of work uh, late in the evening when, when he's just relaxing watching TV. Sure. Now, are there any particular books regarding business that you guys have read that you could recommend aside from Craig's 12 books? Because we, we know everybody's <laughs> going to recommend those, including us, and we'll have those on our show notes page. But any other books that you could recommend? Um, one of my favorite uh books of all time. And I read this a few years ago and I go back and I reread it every couple of years. This Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's not really a business book, but it's something that, you know, in every business there's, you know, just understanding where somebody's coming from. You know, when you deal with the general public, you can have, you know, somebody that's having a bad day or some, you know, in our case, especially with tax crisis, you have somebody that's having, you know, all of this bad, bad stuff happening to them and it's you know and and then how how to win friends and influence people it's kind of like how to um you know understand where that person's coming from i've i've found that that is probably the best book i think that i've ever read that has to do with people and and how to run businesses you know because in a business you have people and you have clients and um just understanding them is um you know, is, is the key that I've, that's what I've found. Sure. And that, that one is definitely a classic. Yes. Uh, Belsis, have there been any books that you've read that you could recommend? Uh, one of my favorite books is uh, a book called Selling the Invisible by uh, Harry Beckwith. It's, um, it's a guide to modern marketing and uh, it's a really fun book to read. Um, it's, you know, it really can be applied to any kind of uh, 
business industry. Um, it, it's just a, a cool little book of, all about how to market um, yourself, whether it's an actual service or a product. So that's that's one I always recommend to folks. Fantastic. And if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? Be patient. Be very patient. It's um, it's something that I'm not naturally a patient person, and that's, you know, as we were saying earlier, that's where our problems have come in when I try to do our job because, you know, I'll be like, you know, here, you know, here's an idea or something, and I don't wait for her to implement, and I'll go and do it. So, what's really um, funny is I'm just not a naturally patient person. So about three years ago or four years ago, I started watching a ton of baseball and um, watching baseball. You have to be very, very, very patient. And um, I think that it's, I think that Bells has, has seen, you know, at first she was like, this is so boring. And, but I think she's seen now um, that it's, it's made me a much more patient person. That's it definitely has helped. Yeah. It's helped a lot for sure. That is interesting. Watching baseball makes you more patient. So we well, had to wait a through, long time to see something exciting happen in baseball. That's true. <laughs> but let's switch gears a little bit now, and let's move on into the food round. So, guys, what is your favorite meal to cook together as a family if you've got one? Or if not, what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Wow. We don't have a lot of time, especially right now um, during tax season. To you actually... guys don't go out for dinner April 14th? <laughs> Well, no, 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 but we go to happy hour on April 15th. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. But one thing I'll have to say, I have to give Craig kudos here is um, he's, especially lately, he's been doing an amazing job of of doing this. And he he does plan a date night at least once a month. And he really uh, does uh, wine and dine me. He takes me to a really nice restaurant every month. And um we, we just make sure to make that extra, you know, time for us where even if it's just once a month where we go out and have a nice date night. And thankfully, we have teenage boys, so it's not like we have to get a sitter or anything. We can actually just uh, relax and go out and we'll, ha- we'll have drinks and have dinner and just focus on ourselves. And um, I really appreciate that he does that. Um, so thank you, honey, for doing that. That's awesome. Aww. Oh, you're welcome. That's so you're sweet. very welcome. <laughs> and and last question, red, white, or beer? It's tax season, definitely beer. <laughs> definitely beer. And and Craig is drinking that beer after he prepare, prepares your taxes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, absolutely, yes. 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 Of course. Definitely of course. not during. Don't don't, worry, don't, guys. don't I, mind that I, watermark I, on the on the papers. On the papers. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So let's take a quick break here. We'll hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back with the pet peeve of the day. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. 
They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Okay, and welcome back. Craig's got a really good pet peeve, particular to his industry, but not entirely, because we've gone through this as well. So, Craig, what's your pet peeve? Well, my biggest pet peeve and um, is government employees. So I deal with the Internal Revenue Service a lot, or I'll deal with um, state revenue agencies, and I deal with them on a constant basis. And it's a lot of them... You know, when I first started, I was I always wanted to try to build a relationship with them. But a lot of them, they just don't care about their their job, I guess. And, you know, I've, I've had them tell me it's, well, I work seven to three or nine to five and I'm out of here and I don't think about it and I leave. And, you know, just uh, just having to deal with a government agency, that's a, a pet peeve of mine. And what's funny, though, is every once in a while you'll deal with somebody that is really, really good, but that's the exception. Um, and that's not, certainly not the rule. I, I feel your pain, uh, a lot, a lot. We, uh, we actually also own a software company that is for the barter and trade industry, which means that a 1099 B form has to be sent out. And unfortunately in our industry, there's a lot of, uh, improper information and just plain, where did you pull that idea out of information. And my advice to people is, listen, call the IRS three times, three different times on three different days, you know, like 12 at one day and three another day and like nine another day and see where it shakes out, where the answer shakes out. You'll get, you'll get three different answers. And then if you rely on their answer, if you rely on their answer, they don't, they're not held accountable for it. So if you were to call the IRS and run some tax scenario by them, they gave you advice on it. You took their advice, you got caught or, you know, they came in and something happened because of their advice. They don't even take responsibility for it. No, they don't. So, um, so that's always, that's always interesting. So a lot of times I'll have, um, a client that'll call me and say, well, I called the IRS and they said this, which is exactly wrong from what it actually should be. And it's, you know, it's, uh, trying to convince a client that the IRS is wrong and, and you're right sometimes can be hard. So just that ineptitude of the, of, uh, of people working in the government, it just really, uh, just gets under my skin. Well, that that's. Absolutely true. And I said, my father-in-law is also CPA and, a, and a, a, an accounting professor, but these guys are wrong. It's, it, it's so much so, you know, listeners out there that they don't take responsibility. Can when you, when you call into the IRS is actually part of the recording process. The, the voice menu is uh, something to the effect that uh, we don't give tax advice. You can't take this as law, what they say, you know, some garbage exactly. like that. Yeah. So, you know, if you need a tax professional, call Craig and Belsis, call, you know, somebody that you network with, somebody that has the experience and, and knows tax law. Don't call the IRS. And with that said, Craig and Belsis, I want to thank you so much for being on our show. Um, C-W-S-E-A-P-A. C-W-S-E-A-P-A. We now know that that stands for Craig W. Smalley, E-A-P-A. Those are the fun initials Enrolled after Enrolled agent. Enrolled agent and... 
professional association. Professional, professional association. Thank professional you. Association. <laughs> at offices in Florida, Delaware, and Nevada. We're going to have all the information on our show notes. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show and for giving us, especially at this time of year, some really good information as well. And please visit their site. A lot of good articles. Thank you so thank much, you Barry and Catherine. We really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. You're welcome. And we'll catch everyone yep. next time. Catch you all next time. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.